Hi, my name is Meg Lamb. And I'm Walt Rogers. And you're listening to This This Isn't Isn't Working, Working. where we discuss relationships and how they can become what you really want. Meg and I started this podcast because we realized that our own internal stories were the only things preventing us from being happy, satisfied, and fulfilled in relationships. So if you're thinking, this This isn't isn't working, working, is it time for a change? Hi, and welcome to this podcast episode that I have named, Why Bother? And I was talking with Meg about this feeling I had. Even though we're dubbing this a relationship podcast, and we have episode after episode about things that have happened between us, it boils down to this. Uh, Each of us are doing our own internal work on these uh, episodes. And it, we're highlighting the work we've done internally. And even though this is a relationship podcast, I think the truth that I have come to, my understanding is, it's only about me and my perspective. That's how I can view this relationship. And Meg has to do the same thing. I can't change Meg. Uh, and the only thing that might bother me about Meg is just something inside of me. I can't escape that. So even though we call it relationship podcast, my idea with the why bother episode is why should I do all this internal work if it's about me? Why why don't I just try to get along with Meg, get the best I can out of it and just let it go with that? And maybe you yourself have the same feeling. You and your partner do well enough. You get good or even great things from the relationship. So why bother? And that was a conversation Meg and I had before this episode. And I have to say that I chose to bother with it. I chose the why bother on the internal work because every time I've done it, even though it has caused sometimes Pretty significant pain sometimes, uh, at the very least, uncomfortable confrontations with myself, not Meg, because if ever it's a confrontation with Meg, you can bet I'm projecting something onto her. So confronting myself, going into that uncomfortable space, why bother? And I think it's worth it. And that's what I would like Meg and I to talk about. I'll talk about the things about, I'll talk about why I think it's worth it to bother with it, to bother what's going on with you, with inside of me. Because if I do that, then I get to choose. Then I can see, oh, well, I need X or Y. I need this to happen in my life. And then Meg can say, well, I don't want to offer that. Uh, or something like that, but I can't get to that point unless I go inside and sort it out myself. Otherwise, I'm pointing fingers saying, Meg, why don't you do this for me? You know I like it, you know, and and that's why I bother. Wow, you just said so much. The reason I bother with my own internal work, is that the question? Or is it the reason why do I bother with staying in a relationship where there might be work. 
Or what's the actual question that you're posing? Uh, Why the, bother? The question was the first one. Why bother with your own internal work? Because any, quote, relationship work always goes back to the internal work. It's not. That's why I was saying in the beginning about this is a, quote, relationship podcast. But actually, it's not true <laughs> because it's got to be well, about. No, I, I, I absolutely think it's true. Of course, it's a relationship podcast for me. But any and all relationships with someone outside of myself begin with myself. It's, and as you said, while something that I might do or say would trigger something in you, it's more inside of you than it is me necessarily. Yeah, that's, so, and same, yeah, that's, vice versa. That's my point. If you're triggering me, it's not you that needs to change. It's me that needs to address the trigger. And in that sense, it's not, there can't be a relationship podcast unless there is this internal work. And after that, we can sort out the best way to proceed. You know, the best way to get to the triggers, I should say. For me, I want to do the work because it helps me in every single relationship I have. Yes. To take a look at myself, to understand how I operate, to know what are my triggers, to know how I typically respond to those triggers, to know the programs that I have inside myself, to see the expectations, quote unquote, that I have of people and what I make other people's actions mean about me. That's why it's important for me to do the work. That's why I would bother. That's why I go and do my own internal investigation. Like, oh, Walt didn't respond the way I thought he would to that. Now, in the past, I may have gone and tried to do something to elicit the response that I may have expected. And so what is that? What is that desire that I would have had in the past to elicit a response from you that I thought meant I was good or had a place in your life or I was worthy or valuable to you somehow. To me, knowing those things about myself really gives me a good inclination of how I want to pivot and some ways that would be more beneficial for me, for myself, to behave that's more authentic to me, not as a means of garnering something from someone else. A me in, in the relationship. I think one, one of the things that you described is that belief that people, uh, other people in your life are simply mirrors, reflections of a certain part of you that's a that's somewhat of what I'm talking about. Whatever uh, you are, it's I think you're this sort of person, and because of how I perceive you, and which is how I project myself onto you, which for me means, oh boy, do I have a responsibility to take a look at myself because because whatever Megan is. It's me projecting on top of her, and I've got to be very clear what's happening here because 
she's unfairly judged and evaluated because it's really just me. That's a little bit of what I'm saying here in Why Bother? Why Bother? Because the other person, how you perceive the other person will be complete guesswork for you until you go inside and see, oh, this is what I'm doing. Ah, I've had this. It's typically, I've had this past pain. And so I'm recreating again when Megan doesn't respond to me. Didn't, you know, give me a kiss like I wanted. It it becomes that trivial. I assure you for me, it becomes that trivial. It could trigger. We've talked about triggers before in this podcast. It can be triggered on almost anything if I'm not really clear and aware of what's going on inside. Yeah, I think another thing for me that is very important to know about myself is that I used to make huge assumptions about what someone's behavior meant without clarifying, you know, what do you mean by that? And when I would make the assumptions, again, that's something I'm recreating from a past relationship or a past version of myself, especially without asking you or anyone with whom I'm in a relationship, you know, we all have very inter- very different interpretations of reality. My reality is extremely different from Walt's reality and vice versa. So if I'm only assuming that I know what his actions or words mean, I could we, now we're, we could be in the midst of a gross misunderstanding. Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in total agreement with this. For me, it's more actions. Well, when Megan uh, chooses not to do something with me that I offer, well, that means, and then I fill it in. I completely fill it in without discussing with it with her at all. And notice, you can notice, I would used to notice this about myself and my mind still has a tendency to want to do this. And I'm sure everyone's does. It really makes up stories. It makes up in a very elaborate story, story after story after story. If I allow it to go that far. Supporting the belief that whatever that is. Well, Walt must be mad at me. I guess he didn't like it that I didn't send over a banana nut muffin. So now he's not talking to me. Oh my gosh, he's not answering well, this text. The next he must I think that there is something. Well, now he's he's saying, well, guess what, Meg? You didn't do that. So now I'm not going to talk to you either. I mean, if you allow it to go on there. Right. But what, you, what those stories are is a real opportunity to say, whoa. Wait, wait. Yeah, Put so, on the brakes so here. here. Here's a why bother for our relationship. Megan has three children. She's a beautiful, committed mother. And so I always separated myself from her and her children. I didn't want to, quote, impose. Didn't want to get in the way of her beautiful mothering. And so whenever something happened where she couldn't uh, come to meet me or we couldn't get together... I always assumed it was because of the children, and I always assumed that I was not welcome, uh, you know, with her children. Um, and that those were just complete projections, and it goes into that part of me, and I've spoken about it on this podcast, that I didn't value myself in relation to Megan or her children. And that really cost. I, until I started 
to bother with what was happening in my life. And yeah, looking at, at that story yeah, inside of you. Like one of the shocking things that Megan said to me a few times, and it took a few times, I have to admit this, is she said, I really am waiting for you to change that opinion you have of yourself in my life and in my kid's life. I'm like, what? You know, because it just made it, it exposed it nakedly as this is just my projection. She doesn't have this at all. And so that took some work of mine, but I did it. I went to it and it was worth it to bother because now I can say, okay, you don't want to do you know, what's going on? Is there something else you want to do? We start to have a conversation until me, instead of me just being like a Venus flytrap closing, you know, and not giving her a chance or me a chance to explain what I would really like and, and listen to what she might really like. The other thing about why bother for me is, yes, absolutely, it enhances my own life. I get to learn more about myself. I get to understand where my triggers and patterns come from. I get to understand the source of all those things. For me, another reason of why bother or why to bother is because I do want to have deep connection in my relationships, and I cannot have a deep connection with someone if I'm making assumptions and allowing those stories to create my, I guess, results or create the actions or influence the actions that I take or the opinions that I have, I'm not having a conversation with Walt if I'm just assuming he's behaving in a certain way. Because, because of X, Y, Z. Right. Because yeah. he's mad, because he is Which I have no idea what's what you're thinking. Right. Okay. So for me, why bother? Because any person in my life with whom I want to have a deep, vulnerable, satisfying, fulfilling, connected relationship, I've got to be willing to ask those questions instead of just go to that place where, oh, well, shut the door. That's it. And oh, he's mad. Never mind. I'll talk to him tomorrow. And I've got to be strong enough not to be defensive and say, well, you know, why is she asking me this? You know, uh, is she judging me? Uh, what, what, what does she really want to know? What does she want to find out? I mean, it's got to be an even exchange for both people. Yeah, like a Q, Q and A. Yeah, well, yeah. We're just being very curious, right? It's an investigation, and I think <laughs> investigating is worth it every single time because I'm telling you, I always discover something new about Walt and as lot, well. Right. And a lot of times Megan would say to me, you don't have to get defensive. I'm just asking for information. Because I was defending and, myself. Like, this is why I want this. Because and then I would go on to this, you know, great elaborate story. It wasn't about why even, it's important to go to coffee together. And it wasn't even that that I'm just asking for information. It's that I can't get the information if you're like if I can't, I'm defensive. I cannot yes. connect to you. Right. All I want to do is know more about who you are. And that's always the end game. That's always the sentence that I started using, or that's a sentence I always started using was I just want to know better who you are. Right. I want to be able to better understand you. I'm not saying that what you want is wrong. I'm not having a judgment about what you want. I actually want to understand where you're coming from, your point of view, your opinion. 
That helps me connect with someone. Right. And so instead of projecting, she's asking, and then I have to not project in return. I have to just say, okay, and just answer the question simply rather than trying to devise why is Megan asking me Oh my gosh, because then that turns into, how should I answer this? Okay, she's asking me because she thinks that... uh, Well, you know what, I'm not... And so now then I'm going to... No, I'm not nice enough to do that. I come back defensively and aggressively. Why are you asking that? I mean, you know, what, what don't you understand about what I'm asking? Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite ones. What don't you understand? <laughs> it's terrible. Um, yeah, okay, but I don't, I've, I, I've I gotten don't past that. I don't understand what it is you want or how you came okay. to this conclusion. I'm admitting that I used to do that, you know, and then I realized this is not right at all. I love this woman. Why am I? Well, it just wasn't working. It wasn't working. Yeah, that it wasn't, wasn't working. effective. It was it one w- projection after another. And so doing the internal work helps me understand myself what it is I want, the patterns, what it is I'm actually seeking, and then being willing to ask Walt what's happening for him helps me understand him. And then I can also, you know, divulge what's been going on inside of me. I can share. Now we can connect. Not, but I can't connect with him if I'm too busy trying to hide that I have internal work. The same with me. Uh, and there's a corollary to uh, every person is your mirror. You know, you're looking at yourself, you know, and the corollary is there's no faster way to grow than to work with another person uh, upon whom you are projecting. Because when Megan has done that, so many beautiful things to me, so many times by just moving forward and saying, what do you mean? You know, or like, geez, I wish you wouldn't do that. Those are shocking to your projections. They're shocking to your truth. You mean when I'm saying I wish you wouldn't do that, I was saying I wish you wouldn't say that about me. Like I wish you wouldn't. I wish you wouldn't think that I don't want to be with you. Oh, right. I wish you wouldn't think that I want to be with my kids and not you. I, you know, you were very clear. All it, the time. Yeah. You know, like I wish that, but there's no way for me to get around those things if that's what you believe about yourself. Let me give you guys a very clear example of of something you'll all understand, okay? If I think I'm fat and I ask Walt, how do I look in these pants? And he's like, you look great, thanks. You know, I don't believe that. If my belief is you that I'm fat. It. No matter what I say, you twist it. If I believe that I'm fat, No matter what Walt says, it's not going to come in as, you look great. It's going to come in as, oh, he feels sorry for me. Well, he can't tell me that I look fat. Well, he can't, you know. I've already, I have a screen. I have a different color glasses. I have a filter. Whatever you want to call it. There's something that's not going to allow his words into me. Yeah. His words at face value. I just won't hear them the way he's intended them. That for me is how a relationship as a mirror is so beneficial because now I get to see, huh, he he said this. this. What is my twist on what he's saying? That's all me. That's all projection. That's all my work. That's all. That's not even a projection. I'm not projecting onto you that you're saying that. I'm saying... I'm I'm having a major block. 
I think I think you're projecting that I think you're fat. I'm, no, I'm, that's what that's how I interpret it. Tell me, tell me how I'm wrong. I'm saying I have a belief that yeah. I'm fat. Yes. And so then no matter what you say, I'm not saying he thinks I'm fat. I'm just saying I don't believe it. You know, I just I can't even let it in. Perhaps it is a little bit of a projection, but it's more that everything is colored through the filter of fat. You know, everything is twisted through that filter. You know, so whatever the belief is, if I can look at it, if I can look at the response I get and say, well, this is where our, this is what I hear it as, then I get to see where, I mean, imagine how detrimental that would be for me and how terrible I would feel about myself every time if that was my underlying belief. But that it was. No, I'm just saying that no matter what anyone said, I couldn't accept that. I had to look at that because I had to say, I'm the common denominator here. I'm the only person saying, saying this. Right. that this is the case. Right. So right. where is this coming from? But for me, I also can't be deeply connected to you if I'm believing. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't really mean that. He yeah, just, I'm not. I'm not the person that I am because I'm a person who says you're fat. Right, and now I've created this version of Walt right. that isn't necessarily true. Yeah. So um. for me, that's the benefit. A, I get to look, or that's the why bother. I bother because number one. I get to see what's running my life, what's running my programs, what has kept me stuck perhaps in loops and spirals and patterns and habits that I no longer want. And number two, I get to be more deeply connected with people I love. Nice. Uh, For me, why bother is there's no faster way to growth. And for me, growth is happiness. They go hand in hand. Eventually. (laughs) It's. Well, you but, said but, earlier it's yeah, but, painful. But always. In the end, that that's always the result. Mm, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Doing this podcast has given Meg and I the chance to face issues both on and off the air. Because it has challenged us to be more transparent and direct, the podcast has really strengthened our relationship. Are there topics or questions you'd like us to cover? What do you want to know about strengthening your relationship? Would you like to work further with us? If so, send us an email at meg at meglam, L-A-M-M, dot net.